to the Craft Parenting Podcast, a podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. My name is Jared Ludwig, and with me is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. How's it going? Good. Caroline. I mean, I'm really tired, but it's good. And I am back after a brief hiatus. I mean, time is a construct in Podcastlandia, and I have no idea what order we recorded the last four episodes that we released but it was not in the order in which they were released so i got nothing i don't even know where am i where are you where are the kids i got baby monitors so i'm sure the kids are good (laughs) it's the only thing i'm sure of no it was the episode with julia yeah last week and uh you guys went to deli liquor so we did shout out you should go check that episode out but we are going we have a great show planned although it's not very planned I was say, is it planned <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna fly by the seat of our pants this week but um we have some stories to tell about some stuff that's been going on how i spent my mother's day weekend which was not as intended but it, it wasn't at children's emergency room so there was that step up and yeah, so we'll talk about that and, and some other family adventures that we've been having. And of course, we have a beer in front of us, so we'll talk about that too. Hey everyone, Joe Ludwig here with the one and only Caroline. Hey! Before we get to the main topic of today's episode, we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the show. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content. To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me A Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now, back to the show. Hello, this is Morgan Freeman, and you are listening to the Craft Parenting Podcast with Joe and Caroline. Stay tuned for more. I absolutely love that. What are we drinking? Yeah, we have a, we have some beer in front of us. It is from Lebanon Brewing Company, and it is called the Cedar City Pills. It is in a lovely crowler, crowler with a C. Mm-hmm. ABV is five percent. It is a lovely pilsner. Yeah, I couldn't find like a their description to read, and since it's a crowler, it's a very generic can. Oh yeah, um, this one has a little bite to it as far as the hops go. Yeah, it is a little hoppy. Someone um on Untapped because sometimes breweries will have descriptions of their beers on Untapped that you can't find on their website. They do not. Someone described it as lemongrass, and I can get a little bit of that. Yeah, definitely a uh, a good summer beer. Yes, which it was until like today. Today was a little bit chillier, like, but chilly in like a relative term. Like 69, 60 degrees. I think it still hit like 75, but the sun, like the, the, it was cloudy. So it didn't feel oppressively hot like it did on Monday and Tuesday when I was in the sun half the day. And Friday when I was in the sun, like all the day. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that too. Oh, yeah. So many things. Um, uh, I don't know if I, it just says it's a pills, so mm-hmm. um, I don't want to put words in their mouth. But uh, we've been talking about Italian pilsners. Um, that was the untitled art was the, an Italian pilsner. The non-alcoholic Italian pilsner. Italian pilsners are just pilsners that are dry hopped. Mm-hmm. I believe. And um, I don't know if that's what this is. It says it's a German style Pilsner. That's all I got. Well, it's a German style. Yes. I don't know. It's a little bit hoppy for that. 
um, it's definitely a, um, more hoppy than your typical pilsner. Mm-hmm. It definitely has a, a like I said, a, an extra bite to it. Um, I think it's good though. Um, this will be perfect. It's refreshing, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a great summer beer. Like I said, um, golden straw color, big fluffy head, pretty clear. Yes. Um, it's still carbonated. This mm-hmm. is over a month old. <laughs> Whoops. 410. Yeah. I don't think it's, it, well, actually it might be one of the older crawlers in our fridge. Cause we had, we have four crawlers in our fridge. So I was confused on which one I was supposed to grab before we started recording. Hmm. Yeah. So this, is there anything you wanted to say about it? It's delicious. I'm looking forward to finishing it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is from Lebanon Brewing Company, and I believe they just opened. Yeah, they haven't been open super long. Um, I think they opened Q4 last year. Sure. It's like super recent. I don't even think they reached their year anniversary yet. I don't believe so either. Um, so they're, they're still new. They're still, you know, trying to find their way. Um, when we went there... And I think we talked about this um, in a previous episode, but when we went there, it kind of gave me like an old firehouse vibe. Yes, but with food attached. Yeah, this one had, it was bigger and um, like space-wise, it was bigger than old firehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had food. Yeah. And the, the cell phone reception was slightly better because I recall having issues ordering pizza from the pizza joint across the street. <laughs> While we were at Old Firehouse. At old Firehouse, yeah. Yeah, trying to call him over the phone. Um, so, yeah, it's basically set up exactly like it because it's inside an old, of an old firehouse. Yes. And when I was there, well, when we were there, there were a lot of firefighters there as well. Mm-hmm. So, I pull up and it's like fire trucks and ambulances parked all along the front. Yeah, I think they were doing like a union, like a... Some kind of meeting. Some kind of like professional get together thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the definitely it's worth the trip. Mm-hmm. They have quite a few um, options on tap. They do because like they already have a hard seltzer. They have a hard lemonade um, and come hungry to get some food. Though the payment systems are separate so we'll have to swipey swipe both places mm-hmm. i think that's pretty common it is becoming way more common now yes because they they don't own the kitchen like that's correct being rented or whatever yeah that's very common and don't have their uh what was the name of that sauce I don't know, but it was like barbecue. It was it was good, and it was a really good name. Like, why did I do this, or something like that? Like nine alarm fire, three alarm fire. No, it was it wasn't anything that involved an alarm and a fire. Oh, it's like stupid hot, and it wasn't stupid hot either. It was definitely something that said this is really hot, and I just mm. took like a big dab of it while I was on the phone talking to somebody, and had to pretend like I wasn't dying. <laughs> It was really fun. Highly sh- recommend that. I showed you what it was. That does it. Guitar guy. <laughs> All right. So we've been having quite a few adventures lately. Yeah. Uh, life- over the last month or so. Life got crazy. So um, we noticed as the weather started getting warmer that we we would see a carpenter bee or two on our back deck every once in a while. And we're like, ah, this is annoying. And then it got cold again and they went away and we forgot about it. Yes. And then mother, like a few days before Mother's Day, it really warmed up. And all of a sudden we had like 15 to 20 carpenter bees 
looking at the awning on our deck every day. It's this beautiful awning that the previous homeowners put in. I don't know when they put it in, but... Um, I feel like it had to be semi-recently because it's not stained. It was not stained. And I learned a lot about car- carpenter bees. Yeah. <laughs> because um, we we tried everything, you know. We, well. Not, kind of everything. We tried. So the internet said... They don't like citrus. So we got lemon juice and we sprayed them with lemon juice. They were unhappy about being sprayed with lemon juice, but then they kept coming back. And then we tried vinegar because other bugs don't like vinegar and they didn't like being sprayed with it, but then they kept coming back. And so we, we, we tried not to, you know, we tried our best to, you know, deterrent them, but you can't deterrent them. Um, they're going to do what, what they do that's biology um you can't it's wood they're carpenter bees they go drill the wood so yeah so carpenter bees are these big bees um there's the obviously the male and the female the females dig into like to dig into wood uh dead wood not live wood um so they don't dig into trees they dig into decks and awnings and playsets, but fortunately, they haven't gotten to our playset yet. Well, our playset is stained. Yeah, we need to stain it again. That's the next project, and and uh, fences. That's the next project as well. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they they don't eat wood like termites, but they dig. You know, I think it's a quarter inch hole. Thereabouts, yeah. And then they tunnel in, and then that's where they lay the eggs, and that's where the female lives. And then the males, they kind of just hover outside, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they bring the female pollen and stuff. Um, they don't. The males do not sting; they're just annoying. Yeah, I mean, most bees don't sting unless they're super provoked because it's their last line of defense of. Like kamikaze, I'm going to die, but this is going to protect everybody else kind of deal. The females will sting, but you really have to piss them off. Yeah. So. um, Which Lily tried to do a few times, I think. Well, because we'd be outside and she like started like swatting at them. And we're like, Lily, just just go inside. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. I, the, 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 that was probably, she was probably swatting the males because the males, they, they're like centurions. They just hover outside the hole. Centuries? Cent- centuries, yeah. When I say centurions. Uh, both, prob- both probably work. Yeah. Um, so they, they like, they hover outside the hole. But, um, once they dig a hole, um, the female release, you know, they, they don't have a long life. However, the the next season mm-hmm. comes around and um, the, the new batch of bees, the new generation of bees, they can smell the old generation. Um, and they they like to use old holes. So well, don't don't do more work if you don't have to. Right. So it's hard to once they start drilling, it's difficult to get rid of them, and they can cause you know structural damage if you let it go. And uh, we like our awning. <laughs> We do. It's really nice. It's really, yeah, it's really nice. Um, so we we did a bu- I did a bunch of research, um, and they say you have to, you know, evict the bees. And there, uh, there's no chemical, you know, that you can buy necessarily, unless you want to go through like an exterminator. Um, so Which we, we had one on call if we needed it, but. We have not needed it yet. Yeah. 
So we uh, we use W two, WD forty, WD forty, WD forty. We use WD forty, and I killed the bees. Well, so and then we patched it, patched the hole. Yeah. And um, I read on the internet that they don't like stained wood. Mm-hmm. So we had to stain everything. Yeah. So the Saturday before Mother's Day, we had Larry on call to come over to help with something with the house in the yard. Um, turns out the thing that we, well, he had been asked to come over for wasn't going to be as big of a project. But we were like, hey, these carpenter bees are an issue. And now we know how to get rid of them. So you want to do that instead? So the kids and myself loaded into the van and headed to Lowe's to buy stain and window box and some flowers for me for Mother's Day because I wanted some flowers for the house. Um. Lily and Elliot had fun running around the hardware store and being adorable. And they, they they tried to ride a couple of tractors. They did try to ride a couple of tractors, which was an issue because the first time we went to Lowe's when the tractors were out, it was man on man coverage because it was the four of us going to the hardware store. But this was just me and the kids. So I had to try to figure out how to keep both children away from the tractors because once you get them on a tractor... You can't get them off because their Opa has a tractor now. But as Lily called it on Friday, this is my tractor. <laughs> Opa doesn't have a tractor anymore. So when we get home, well, I had to buy paintbrushes too because I have no idea where our paintbrushes are. I'm slowly finding them. Well, I'm slowly finding paint supplies, but I still haven't seen paintbrushes. I've seen paint rollers. We don't have... We couldn't find the church key either to open the paint can. I might have found one of those. I definitely found the paint supplies box. Okay, good. But I'm not sure what paint supplies are still in it. So when we get home, Joe and Larry start staining whatever bit of the deck they can reach. And then we get ladders so we can stain the bits of the deck that we can't reach. And I'm trying to like organize the inside of the house with the kids and my mom. Because the kids are crazy. And I think we mostly just colored. That's what the kids like to do. Um, we spent a good portion of our Mother's Day weekend staining the deck. Or the the cover for the deck. Because fortunately, the deck itself is all that fake wood. Like the plastic wood. So they don't do anything with that. The underbelly is wood though. Yeah, but so far they haven't touched that, and we think that's because the rest of the deck is fake wood, so they get confused by the fake wood. But we are going to have to stain that, too. Probably. I would recommend it. I don't know. I am not an expert, but we probably should. So, yeah, so we got some solid stain. I did a pretty decent job color matching, considering the fact that I didn't bring a sample of our wood with us, and I almost forgot what color it was yeah the deck is like a red it's like a red brown red brown or it's like it's like a brown red no no it's a red brown it's because it's mostly brown but like a touch of red and i bought brown red paint so it's mostly red with a touch of brown so they don't super clash but they don't super match it's fine one just looks newer than the other yeah i mean that the deck is, I don't know how old the deck is. I'm not I'm sure, sure either. I'm sure, I'm sure it faded a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But today we got, so that was like two weeks ago at this point. Yeah. And um, because some of the parts of the deck are hard to get to, we got the confirmation today that Larry finished the last side that we weren't able to reach without an extension ladder or only with an extension ladder. Yeah, so this is the tricky part because um, they started drilling um, on the side of the awning that was on the deck. But then they really liked, they mostly drilled on the side of the awning that faced the neighbor, 
which there is nothing for us to stand on. Yeah, it like slightly overhangs the deck. So you can't stand on the deck and paint it. You have to be off the deck and it's like 20 plus feet in the air. So we needed an extension ladder that was longer than my extension ladder to get to it. So yeah, we needed it. It was probably a story above ground. Like it's on the first floor, but... Oh, it's it's a good story and a half, two stories above ground. Yeah, it's almost two stories. Yeah, because um, it's the roof. It's not the deck itself. Because it goes about, yeah, halfway up to that window. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we needed, and it was not a good situation because no. um, the ground there, there are two trees immediately there. So we had to maneuver uh, the ladder there. And then we had to figure out how to lean it against the the on the awning, mm-hmm. and then we had to figure out how to balance it because if you look, if you go down the side yard, there are there's like a, a rock steps, mm-hmm. rock steps made of rocks. Yes, and those continue down through the side yard into the backyard to the patio it's really fancy landscaping and it's really nice but it is annoying if you're trying to put any kind of thing on it that needs to be some kind of level right so we were trying to balance it with the what do you call them the rocks the stone rocks and the the creek rocks river i call them river rocks river rocks yeah yeah so we're trying to so Larry had me find river rocks, flat flat river rocks mm-hmm. to try to level the the ladder. I was glad I didn't watch this. I did witness a bit of it and I was like, you know what? Y'all are fine. You're big boys. You mostly know what you're doing. So yeah, he was the lucky one that um, went up there and sprayed the WD-40 which immediately killed the bees. Um, like I said, there was no other way. We tried uh, we tried lemon juice. We tried other things. but um, We tried natural deterrence to get them to leave of their own volition, and they did not listen. Yeah, they didn't listen. So, I mean... I mean, because your other option is to get... And we, like, we did get a carpenter bee trap. That doesn't stop them. From, it doesn't stop them from digging, but it... You hope that they go into that instead of drilling into your wood. But since we stained, like we haven't caught any in it. So. That we caught three. But yeah, like that was before we had finished staining. And then we haven't like, ha- since we, once we got like 75% of the way done staining, they stopped showing up. Or at least in high numbers. And I don't know if that's because the season's over for them doing their business or if they were like hey this ain't a hip place for us to hang out anymore anymore <laughs> anymore peace out bye yeah they they don't like dig it they they it's hard for them to dig into the stain yeah because so we they, got the thick so stain they, so they don't do it but they can still smell the female mm-hmm. the female uh, hormone or Pheromones, I think, is the word. Pheromones is the word. Yes. Yeah. So the female, um, once the female digs into the wood, she releases the pheromones, and it's like, "Hey, feed me." Those are there like forever. Yeah. So next season is going to be the big test. Are they going to come back mm-hmm. and try to dig? And you know, we shall see. Um, but I do need to get another hook. For my wind chimes now. I miss my wind chimes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but the yeah, the the bee trap seems to work. Mm-hmm. It's basically a bird box that goes into a mason jar. Yes, because once they get in the mason jar, they can't get out. I don't oh. entirely understand why, but it works. They can't get out. Is there not? Is there like a I don't know. It's it works. Yeah, I guess they yeah. 
So um, that'll help with the newbies like mm-hmm. next season. Yes. Um, it might attract them. Um, we shall see. But we may want to take it down. But um, okay. So that, that, that was our. That was the bee saga. The bee saga. The Mother's Day saga. Yeah. But, um, hey, it wasn't like last year's Mother's Day, so I'll take it. Yeah, last year. Go listen to last year's Mother's Day episode. That was fun. We ended up at the ER. Well, technically it was urgent care, but children's urgent care and ER were in the same room at the time. We went to Children's Hospital. Uh, yeah. It was at the emergency room. That was urgent care. Maybe it was, maybe it was late at night enough that we were at the ER. I don't know. I was so tired. I was so frustrated. We had an episode about it. No, we went to Children's. Yeah, we were at Children's. Yeah, we but, didn't. We didn't go to. It was too late to go to Green Township. Yeah, I know. But there's an urgent care in Children's Hospital, and there's an ER. Oh, I thought that's confusing. It's very confusing. It's so confusing. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, better Mother's Day. So for Mother's Day, we just went to my mom's house. Mm-hmm. And did your mom come? No. Your mom didn't come. But we spent time with your mom. On Saturday, yes. Making our house not be friendly. Yes. And she, uh, and you hung out with her. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so my, my brother made something. We went to your brother's house. Oh, we went to my brother's house. Yes. That's right. We didn't, so we hung out with my family. For a Mother's Day slash your father's birthday. Yes. We're not celebrating my birthday thing. Yes. And uh, Lily helped sing to him. She did. And they both bl- helped blow out his candles. Neither of them have blown out candles on their birthdays. So I always forget to find the candles to put them on the cake. <laughs> so we just end up eating the cake. So it was a good Mother's Day. It was. A beautiful day. Beautiful weekend, really. Yeah. Um, and then you took some time off. Yeah. And I helped out with Lily's school for their water days, which is like the preschool version of field day. So they had two different days. They had Monday and Tuesday because they have some kids that are there Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and they have some kids that are there Tuesday, Thursday. So they wanted to make sure that all children could have fun. And because of my Girl Scout experience slash ability to say no to small children, I was put in charge of the water balloons um, where the biggest challenge was remembering which kids had been there before so they wouldn't throw 10 water balloons to make sure we had enough water balloons for all of our friends. (laughs) Fortunately, there were only a few kids that tried to do more water balloons. Was Lily one of them? Uh, We'll get to that in a second. Like there was one kid that came up like five times and the fifth time I was like, dude, if you come over here again and try to get into these water balloons, like I'm going to go get your teacher and we're going to have a conversation about this because we have talked multiple times about how you may not have more water balloons. You need to stop coming over here and asking for them because you're trying to game the system. Like, no. So, cause it was like the, I think we had the kids at the preschool class, the four year old class and then the three year old class. Cause it was three separate recesses that we did this. And the first round, like the first round of the first round was just complete chaos because I didn't have another option for the kids other than throw water balloon in hoop and try to make it in the hoop. Um, So they just kept coming back for more water balloons before I could be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we need something else that we can do because they were very like the pre-K group was very strict on like staying at your station and like rotating stations. The fours and the threes were just mild chaos, (laughs) a little less structured. 
And so then we found the reusable, like the water balls, like the foam balls. But these were like, they had been used all school years. They were like dead. But it worked. It scratched the itch and they would just throw those instead of all my water balloons. Because I needed to make sure that I had enough water balloons for two days of like 70 plus students each day. So by the time the fours classes got there, we had a system. And then by the time the threes got there, the three-year-olds mostly just wanted to wash cars and throw sponges at each other. (laughs) So it didn't really matter because the stations that they had where they had like a little a tote on the ground full of water and pom-poms and you're supposed to scoop the pom-pom into the cups and like the cups had numbers on them. So you're supposed to get the number of pom-poms that match the number of cup, like the number on the cup. So if the cup had a one, you were supposed to put one pom-pom in it. So it's supposed to be like a educational-ish activity while still a sensory thing. They had bubbles and chalk, so you could draw with chalk and play with bubbles. Um, There was just a straight water table and there was a sponge toss. So you were supposed to toss a sponge back and forth with your friend, which usually ended up like purposefully hitting your friend with the sponge in close range. And then there was the car wash station where they took the cars and the bikes the kids had been playing with and drawing with chalk on all school year and just said, here's sponges, here's soapy water, go to town. So they were playing some like 50s sock hop music at the car wash. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. <laughs> it was so cute. Um, And then, so fortunately on Monday, it was pretty sunny and it was pretty warm. So the fours class and the threes classes soaked their kids with the hoses and then mildly regretted it for the kids that are there, quote, all day because they're supposed to have rest time. But they had like soaked gym shoes (laughs) and like, okay, I have to get all of these kids into their change of dry clothes so we can maybe attempt to have nap time, (laughs) but nap time might not happen. So on Tuesday, the fours group was like, we are not spraying kids with the hose. Nobody mentioned anything about spraying the kids with the hose. Friends, do not get yourself that wet. It is cold. Y'all complained yesterday. The preschool teachers were like, it is too cold today. Do not get the kids that wet. And then the kids got each other soaking wet anyway. So like, yeah, me not like encouraging them to splash each other made zero difference because like my thing to do would be like hey do you guys want to get wet and they'll be like yeah and i was like okay come here let me tell you a secret and i'd get them all to circle close around this five gallon bucket i'd stick my hands in it and i just throw my hands up in the air so it would rain down on them and they'd all scream and go ah that's the best and then one of the teachers was like can we please not do that today and i'm like but it's fine okay (laughs) i ain't got to deal with kids you do so like they got three more days of school left like it's fine so you were the instigator partially and then i stopped but then the kids were instigating each other so it's they all got soaked anyway so we got a little bit more loosey-goosey with the balloons with the four-year-olds on the second day because i still had a bunch left over Because we had done a good job of rationing them. Maybe a little bit too good of a job. And then when the threes class came, that's when we let the kids have a water balloon fight. (laughs) Because the teachers were like, oh, yeah, get them soaked. Whatever. We don't care. On Tuesday? On Tuesday. So the threes class didn't care. Oh, the threes class, they didn't care at all. And like the threes class, that was just like chaos of like the kids would just go wherever their little toddler brains told them to go which usually ended up being the car wash or the sponge throwing station or the water table. Those were like the three favorites. So like the threes class, the teacher still sprayed them off with the hose. Lily's teacher mysteriously disappeared before that happened. And when she came back, I was like, oh, you know what? Your teacher needs a really big hug, everybody. Let's all give your teacher a real big hug. Oh boy! And she's like, I didn't bring a change of clothes. And I'm like, I didn't either. You'll be fine. Because her kid was there, too. So her kid was also attacking her with, like, water balloons and stuff. But because we had all these water balloons left over and um, one of the teachers was sick, so we didn't have any, quote, adults 
there as far as like the preschool director or assistant to tell us, oh, yeah, we'll just save some of these water balloons for next year. So we just kept blowing up water balloons. Save them for next year. Yeah, I mean, they probably couldn't anyway. But we started filling up more water balloons and then they threw them at the teachers and they threw them at us and they threw them at each other. And because we got the cheater balloons, the ones where like you stick it, you hook it up to a hose and it fills up 35 at once. They don't, they're really cool. I'll show you a video of it later. 35 water balloons at once? Yeah, and it takes like 30 seconds to fill them all up at the most. What? I know. See, this is like when I was at Girl Scout camp in middle school. We wanted to do a water balloon toss one year for one of our activities. So we were hooking up water balloons to the nozzle, like directly to directly to the spigot of a hose to fill it, like turn on the water, fill it up, turn off the water when it was full enough, but not too full. So you could then get it off of the spigot, tie it in a knot, and then gently place it in your bucket. You could do it at the kitchen sink. Usually there's like a connector. This is at camp. We ain't got that fancy stuff. Well, usually there's a connector. We didn't have that fancy thing either. Usually it comes with it. We either missed it or this was before that was a thing. I don't know. But I remember like, okay, it's like these water balloons are very precious because these took for freaking ever to fill up. And this is just like, oh, yeah, turn on the hose. Just tying them too. Yeah. But so it's just like a little like rubber band that seals it shut. So if you squeeze the water balloon the right way, it won't pop, but it turns into a water gun. And a lot of the kids figured out how to do that. That's cheating. But it was lots of fun. Water balloon fights aren't really effective. You just throw them at the person and then they bounce off. We were trying really hard to encourage them to not throw them at their friends. (laughs) It just happened. So what you do is you throw it at the floor yeah, and hope it pops and then that's how you get them wet. Mm -hmm. Because if I throw it at, if I throw you a water balloon at you, it's just going to hit your chest and fall There's like a 50-50 shot, it'll explode. It depends on how full the water balloon is. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Usually we make them kind of small. Yeah. So I ran around. So because the second day kind of delved into chaos with the threes, it was controlled chaos. I like got to run around in the hose with Lily and I got a little bit more wet. And then we sat, we sat in the shade because we brought over a canopy because the first day I did not do that. And I got a little sun kissed. It turned into a tan right quick, but I got a little sun kissed and I was like, I need to not do that again. Um, But Lily both days liked to lay her towel out in the sun and then just straight lay in the sun like starfish it was so cute like zero prompting for me and then the second day the towels in her class were more diverse but the first day all the girls had unicorn themed towels and all of the boys had dinosaur themed towels i'm surprised i didn't have mermaid themed towels i mean i don't know Lots of unicorns. Unicorns. Yep. And now I think I bought Lily's unicorn towel. And it was like we were on vacation and I bought Lily a new towel. And I was like, I need to buy Lily a towel and Elliot a towel. So Lily got a unicorn and Elliot got a dinosaur. Because I think they had like three options and that was what made the most sense for our kids. Yeah. And that's like when Lily was one and a half and Elliot was like two months old. Oh, he loves dinosaurs, though. He does. (laughs) So we got real lucky with that one. Yeah, so I had lots of fun. We had, there was an ice cream truck that came the first day. Soft serve ice cream truck. That was fun. They just gave us cups of ice cream the second day. Yeah. They didn't come the second day? No. Well, because they came for the field day, too. Because the first day, the big kids' school had field day. Okay. So the big kid school got soft serve ice cream too. Where did the kids go? The big kid go. The Cheviot Field House. Say so like walked probably like two blocks or three blocks. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I was like, where are the big kids? And they're like, oh, they're at the field house. I'm like, we have the whole school to ourselves. <laughs> we could have had water balloon fights in the hallway. But yeah, so I, Lily was so excited to see me both days. I think she forgot that I told her the day before, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if your mom showed up to school tomorrow? Or like, do you want your mom to show up to your school tomorrow? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I was packing us p- our picnic lunches. And she was like, is that your lunch for work? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, but yeah, this is my work today is playing with water with a bunch of small children. Yeah. So the, the preschool, you said there were three, there's three levels, but there's mm-hmm. two classes per level. Yes. There's half day and a full day, half day and full day classes. For each level? Maybe the preschool, maybe the pre-K just has full day. I don't know. The threes have has a full day? Yeah. the three. So the threes and the fours have full day classes and they have nap time. That's a lot, man. Yeah. I guess. I well, guess it's, it's less time than daycare. Is it? It's less time than daycare? Because mm-hmm. the kids are there from like, I think school starts at like 7.50 to 2.15-ish. Versus your daycare, you'd be there from like 7.30 to like 5.30. Yeah. Mom drops you off on the way to work and dad picks you up on the way home from work or something like that. So, yeah. So they had fun. Um, And then Lily had her graduation ceremony on Friday. I mean, end of school celebration, end of school year celebration, more kind of deal. The kids sang some songs. Um, The three-year-old sang This Little Light of Mine. And the first verse of this little light of mine, they did pretty good. The second verse, the two different classes were on. It, they they almost turned it into a round. They almost did. Well, <laughs> there was one particular kid. That was very loud. It was very loud and very <laughs> off. Yes. <laughs> it was really cute. And Lily was so happy to see her family. Yeah, because we... Because I took off, I didn't take off, but I, I just, you know, comp time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went, you went, Elliot went, of course, and then my mom and my sister also came. Yeah. And we were in the first row, mm-hmm. and Elliot got really bored. It was really <laughs> funny. <laughs> he just lays down on the floor, staring up at the ceiling. And I'm like, okay, bud, at least you're quiet. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like you said, they, they all came in. They all had hats. Mm-hmm. For their different class animals. So since Lily's a firefly, they had little firefly hats. The full day threes class is bears. They had little headbands with bear ears on them. So it was a something that they had made that was their class, quote, animal. And then they all wore their tie-dye t-shirt yeah because earlier in april i helped her class tie-dye t-shirts so they're supposed to wear that tie-dye t-shirt to school you're like a a professional at that i i have (laughs) tie-dyed a few shirts in my lifetime i have trained a few hundred people on how to tie-dye shirts i can train you for a small fee (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and bring supplies yeah I mean and I'm going to do some tie-dye this week because we got a bunch of white shirts that need some dye I got a few shirts that were already tie-dyed that need to be over-dyed because the dye is fading I'm going to have fun with that on the back deck one day you're going to dye my deck only fun colors it's fine I'm going to wash it off right it's fine <laughs> But um, so we parted our separate ways after Lily's graduation or end of year celebration. We dropped Joe off at home. We visited grandma for a hot second so I could drop off the exercise bike that we had procured for her. And then I went to Joe's parents' house so the kids could hang out with their Oma and aunt and I could help big Joe build a gazebo (laughs) i i thought we were building a normal person gazebo 
not a gazebo for giants. <laughs> so their deck on the back of their house is like 32 feet by 15 feet or something like that. The gazebo is 12 feet by 20 feet. And then it's like 15 feet or I don't even know how tall it is because we didn't even finish building the thing. No, because I, I don't <laughs> know what the roof looks like. <laughs> so I get there and Joe is just sitting or Big Joe so we can make things less confusing. Big Joe is sitting in the garage assembling like step one of building this gazebo. And I'm like, okay, let me see the directions. Like, let me page through like the next four steps. Okay, we don't have to add anything to these pieces. So I'll just start staging these pieces in the side yard. So once you have this piece together, it'll be in the side yard. It'll be out of our hair. And then we can start assembling the next one. Because we got to do this like four times. And so I was just staging pieces while he was assembling them. Because this this thing came in six boxes. And just trying to find the pieces was hard enough. Because I was trying to find piece D13 and D14 for the longest time. And oh, they're at the bottom of box three under L5 and M5. I had that issue as well. Your organization system made zero sense, people who built this. And then it was only like halfway through me trying to find pieces. I realized that the last page of the instruction manual had what piece was in which box. Was it was it packaged by a bunch of Swedish people, though? <laughs> I feel like IKEA directions are a little more clear than these directions were. Well, IKEA is all about efficiency and packaging. Yeah. And... This was not an IKEA gazebo. No. But... And, like, IKEA at least says, like, okay, here are the screws that are in bag one, and here are the screws that are in bag two. And you need the screws from bag two for this step. But we're, we've already used up all the screws from step one, from bag one. So, like, you know we're going to be using bag two now. Similar to Lego. When Lego puts things together, you finish up bag one before you open bag two. 95% of the time. This came in six boxes, though. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and then about an eighth of the way through construction, I was like, hey, Big Joe. Do you have an Allen socket set? Because that would make this go a lot faster. And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, what? I'm like, well, you probably do. You just don't know where it is. But I ain't <laughs> digging through this garage to find it. Um, I'm going to go to Harbor Freight and I'll be right back. And so I bought me a new socket because all my sockets are dying. My socket, like my socket wrenches. I bought me a new socket wrench because my socket wrenches are dying because they don't really ratchet anymore. They just... Spin and spin and spin and don't spin. And frustrate the user. Yes. So I bought me a new (laughs) socket wrench and then I bought two metric Allen socket sets. One for me and one for Joe. Metric. Metric. Not 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 imperial. Metric. Because you you have tools. They are imperial. (laughs) Yes, they are. And I needed metric. So Um, went to Harbor Freight, got the things came back and that speeded up assembly quite a bit um so at that point joe had assembled the uprights and we were starting to get the width and the length pieces sorted out and we did the short length pieces first and i was like okay this isn't so bad and then we did one of the width pieces and i'm like how long is this thing And then I finally look at the first page of the instructions, which is when I see the last page that tells me what box all the pieces are in. (laughs) Oh, this gazebo is giant. (laughs) Maybe I should have advocated a bit more for hiring a professional to put this thing together. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's aluminum. It's easy. We got this. We, in fact, did not have this. (laughs) No, we did. We did. So it just, it just took a little bit. It did. So the kids didn't want a nap, which was fine. Um, so Lily helped out a little bit, quote unquote, once we finally started assembling pieces on the deck. And then I helped get the kids down for a nap. 
And then we utilized your mom and Jenna, which how nobody died through that process is a miracle to hold things while we assembled things so we could actually have the rectangle of the structure together. And then we started to collect pieces for going up. And I was like, how are we going to do this? I'm <laughs> short. You're half broken. Cause you, you being my dad. Yeah. Because you got a bum back and a bum knee and a bum arm. Like, we can't do this on our own. Hey, Joe, grab these 15 things from our house. <laughs> it was like three things. It was three things. And you only brought two of them. In your defense, the tank top was hard to find. I brought you a shirt. Yeah, but I wanted a tank top. I was very specific. I was being needy. So we have an eight-foot ladder, a six-foot ladder, and we'll call it a five-foot ladder. I think our little giant's like five feet. Mm-hmm. It's We need a bigger one now that we have a bigger house. But it was right. it was the right size for our first home. And between Joe, Big Joe, Josh, and myself, we managed to get the framework of the roof assembled and up in the air. And Joe said, I am good with the words more times than I can count on both hands in about an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Well... It's true. (laughs) And that's why I married you. (laughs) I am not good with the words. I math. I build things. I just, I don't have the attention span to follow direction. Like, no, my favorite was. Follow directions and build stuff. My favorite was, we, we like coached a few times on this is how you screw in a screw. And your dad just looks at you and he's like, why are you unscrewing that? And you're like, what? No, I'm screwing it in. He's like, no, you're not. (laughs) Okay. And then we traded spots and it was fine. No, 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 no. (laughs) In this particular instance, I was, it wasn't like I was doing a screwdriver situation. I understand righty, tighty, lefty, Mm loosey. I understand that. It's the same if it's over your head or under your head. I was using a socket wrench. Oh, yeah, we did. I was not the one that handed you that socket wrench. Your dad is the one that sabotaged you. Socket wrenches only go one way. But there's a switch that changes the direction they go. Okay, well, I was using it for multiple spots, and somehow it got switched. So I was just like, you know, socketing, and apparently it was going out, not in. Yeah, but your family is very lucky that I married into the family because I start looking at the pieces that we have left on the ground and I'm like, there is that humbleness. There is that super humbleness. And I'm like, we're, we have the wrong pieces. I have three of a piece I'm supposed to have two of, and I have one of a piece I'm supposed to have two of. They didn't mark certain pieces. They didn't mark every single piece. They marked like every other So, like, if there were six F6s, they labeled three of them. So, you had to figure out that the other three were also F6s because they matched. Um, But in this case, it was E7 and E8. And I'm like, I have three E7s and one E8, and I'm supposed to have two E8s. And I start looking up at the ceiling that we're still in the process of building and playing the one of these things is not like the other game. Hey, there's a piece that's supposed to have three holes that only has two holes. Right there. And you know that piece? It's that piece that you guys spent like 20 minutes trying to get up there because you were having issues putting it together. And now we got to take it down and replace it with another piece. I love you guys. It's all your dad's fault. So poor Josh and Joe had to undo this piece that we had already put up. Fortunately, it was easier to swap it with a very similar piece. And Big Joe was like, but why does that matter? And I'm like, it doesn't matter right now, but it's going to matter when you go to do the next step. And sure enough, when we did the next step, which was putting the support beams in, we needed that third hole. So super humble. I fixed everything. 
it was also really funny because like I sent videos on Snapchat once we were safely on the ground or like in safe-ish points of stuff. I took a video when we were in a very sketchy position and once we were on the ground, I sent it. But Joe's mom is just like in the house, like she keeps coming in and out like, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. This is crazy. I can't watch this. And then she comes back outside like five minutes later. This is crazy. I can't watch it. Just go in the house and stay in the house. It's (laughs) fine. We got this. We're going to do some redneck stuff. It's fine. It's going to work. It's a hillbilly construction. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) So, of course, I sent her that video. Of course. (laughs) Just to ease her nerves. Meanwhile, the kids are having a great time there. (laughs) They're in oversized t-shirts and watching... Are they watching Cinderella? Cinderella. Cinderella. They watched Aristocats, Lady and the Tramp, and like the first half of Cinderella. They watched all that? Throughout the course of the day, yes. Oh, throughout the day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and all the kids wanted to do was help. But Elliot's version of help is let me climb this ladder as high as I possibly can. Lily's version of help is like, I'm going to try to screw this thing in, which is kind of useful. (laughs) Ellie just wants to climb stuff and jump off it. He would fit in with Uncle Josh. He would. (laughs) (laughs) He is an adventure child. So yeah, it's been been a crazy two weeks because that's all two weeks. No, Elliot, I mean, the the kids were there all day and Elliot mostly just played in the sandbox. Yeah, all he wanted to do was play with that sandbox. (laughs) And Lily has a gang of girls. Yep, she has. There's gang of girls that are backdoor neighbors with my mom now. Yep, because there's like a little, a drainage ditch, so people don't have fences that go that butt up against each other, because there's they leave space for the drainage ditch, and everybody has back gates because drainage ditch, so you can still mow that part back there. So like Lily's friend shows up at the back gate. Hi, is Lily here? It's like, yeah. I guess she can play for a little bit, but she needs a supervisor. And all of a sudden, they're all two houses, catty corner, playing <laughs> on a swing set. Like, say hi to your mom. She's doing hillbilly stuff. But it's okay. We're in Harrison. They're used to it. There's at least one Karen that yells at them when they... Yeah. It's... I'm like... You witnessed this? No. I didn't witness it, but like... I hung out with Lily and her little friend for a little bit so I could like mildly get to know these people that Lily's hanging out with. And um, Elliot starts running through the neighbor's yard to get somewhere else. And she's like, no, no, no. Don't run through their yard. They'll yell at you. And she like told him like 20 times, like, don't run through his yard. He'll yell at you. He gets really mean. And I'm like, you moved into a neighborhood with two story houses like They're there's gonna houses. be young families here like i would have punched them by now but <laughs> that's just me um but i also don't know well no like there's people in my mom's neighborhood that have hot tubs like move into my mom's neighborhood if you don't want kids running through your yard because it's not like they have a fence up no they don't and it's not like their yard looks great either like their backyard looks worse than your parents backyard and your parents backyard has dogs that run around in it all day they try to dig the thing up <laughs> and they got more grass in their backyard than the neighbor does that's saying mean things to small children yeah i don't understand i Are don't you, either that's a that's a ranch style house right it is yeah so it's like the same style that my parents have mm-hmm. so yeah it's like a mixed neighborhood um as far as two-story and ranches mm-hmm. And, um, I, there's a ton of kids. Like I drove. So well, so like I get like five miles an hour. I'm like, oh my god. So, like right before you turn onto your parents' street, there's like three houses and a little dead end that goes into a cornfield, which allegedly is going to turn into more houses at some point. But like that little dead end, I saw. There were like thirty kids playing there. I saw so many kids. And it's like they had set up like an obstacle course in chalk. Yeah. And when I was leaving to go to Harbor Freight, it was like all these kids were just doing like this big circle of <laughs> like hop from this circle to hip this circle. I and guess like, in Harrison, it's summer. Like, yeah. Cause I mean, it was, I mean, it, 
Yeah, I mean, that was still, would have been the school day. I don't know when their kids get out of school. And I think they still had like two days of school, but they might have been off on Friday or something like that. Maybe they had like a half day. Yeah. Or like an early release kind of situation. They're, they're kind of, yeah, they're, they're younger. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're eighth grade. Yeah. Like eighth grade, we had like a whole bunch of half days. Like these are kids that I was like, I'm not sure that I would encourage them to say that like this part of the street to play in is fine. But like that part of the street is not like. Because, like, you can do that with kids when they get, like, a certain point, like, a certain age. Like, I don't, Lily and Elliot are not there, though. And there were, like, kids Lily and Elliot's age running around like that. And I'm uh, like, ah. I mean, when you have 30 kids. Yeah, I mean, they're just going to do it with bigger kids, too. Oh, when we were having the bigger her- kids are going to watch the younger kids. I mean, I was 10 when Jenna was born. So yeah. I, I was the person chasing her down. Yeah. When, like, when we were at the picnic at Water Days... One of the kids in her three-year-old class looks at Lily and says, hey, Lily, what's 80 plus 80? And she's like, four? I don't know. (laughs) Like, these are big numbers, dude. What's going on? He's like, it's 160. And then her teacher's like, yeah, he has bigger, he has lots of older siblings and he's trying real hard to keep up with them. How old was this kid? Three or four. Wow. Wow. It's probably four because, like, Lily's the youngest one in the class. Yeah. Yeah, she is. But I think there was, like, a four-year-old that was, like, the same size as Elliot. <laughs> it might just be, like, relatively speaking, he seemed smaller. I don't know. Elliot's only, like, 70 percentile. Yeah. So this he's... kid seems small. He was a lot smaller than all the other kids he was running around with. And I'm like. Lily is, like, 90 percentile. Yeah, she's. But she's still on the chart. Yeah. I was off the chart. My brother was off the chart. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't told us, like, how big they're going to get. Like, I guess our doctor... It's doesn't... always a guessing game. But my mom is always like, your doctor says you're going to be over six feet. I mean, Lily's doctor has told her multiple times, or has told me about Lily, all of the sports teams are going to want her. Because she's going to be ridiculously tall. Volleyball. Volleyball, basketball. I don't think it matters in soccer. Yeah, I mean, longer legs might help you out, but, like, I can walk faster than you sometimes, so that's how you use them. Well, I sped you up a bit. Soccer is is a very intense sport. Mm-hmm. Like, so much running. But, I mean, she could be a goalie. Like yeah, the long arms that that in gym class that was the rationale for making me goalie. You have long arms. Yeah, and your hands are the size of dinner plates. <laughs> <laughs> was, I mean, but they they kick hard once you get up to like eighth grade in high school. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like a dodgeball game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not supposed to dodge. You're just supposed to deflect and block. Oh, yeah, but it's gym class. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> That's like insane shit. There you go. That's what I was trying to do. Okay, we need to land this plane because we still have to record a bonus episode. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. You can like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And breaking news, we are also on Twitter. Oh, snap. So you can follow us on the bird. Also, I did some experiments with our YouTube page. Um, uh, live stream experiments, I, I should clarify. <laughs> um just testing out equipment and stuff. So if you see like random videos of me doing live streams, like short videos. And Say then, hi. And then maybe they disappear. Maybe they, maybe I'll just leave them up. Who knows? But that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to test the equipment. And um, it's, uh, it's hard. It's difficult because right? I'm not, I'm not a video person. I'm not an AMV, AV person. So it's just kind of a guest check and revise thing. But you can also get a hold of us via email, which is craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. And please share. Please be sure to share the show. It is what helps our show grow. I'm good with math. <laughs> <laughs>
All this information is available on our website, www.craftparentingpodcast.com. That's where you post the show notes and show notes and old blog posts and maybe new old blog posts. <laughs> well, I, I don't have a computer, so I can't blog this weekend. And you can follow me personally at Craft Parenting Joe on Instagram. And I am at Caroline Creates Crafts on Instagram. And uh, happy Memorial Day. It's I a, mean, that's when we're recording this. It's a week late, but happy Memorial Day. Hope you guys all had a safe Memorial Day. Don't. Celebration. I, I hope you end Memorial Day with the same number of fingers that you started Memorial Day with. Yes, that. With that, I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. See you next time on the Craft Parenting Podcast. Bye. Bye.